Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Future Brew, Michigan football and basketball recruiting podcast. It seems like recently here uh, on mazeofbrew.com. I am Vaughn Lozon and not feeling as sick under the weather as last week. I'm still not 100%, but my voice is definitely better than it was last week. If you made it through that entire podcast, I greatly appreciate you uh, because it was kind of a struggle <laughs> towards the end of that one. And uh, joining me today, like you did last week, to also put up with me and uh, my whatever I was getting over or going through, uh, is Seth Barry, our uh, Michigan recruiting contributor at mazebrew.com. Seth, how you doing, man? I'm, I'm not too bad. Um, yeah, it's good to hear that you're feeling a little bit better this week and, and through whatever you you had going on there. Um but yeah, it's it's nice to be kind of in the full swing of I love this time of year because, you know, you got we're wrapping up football season and getting into the final few weeks. And of course, um, just a few weeks before the Ohio State game, which would be big. And then you have basketball uh, just starting as well. So I just love yeah. this time of year where you have kind of um, football, basketball going out at the same time, you know, have a couple of basketball games during the week and then turn on Michigan football on Saturday. So it's all um, it's all fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it truly is like the, one of the better sports times of the year, obviously, like what you just said, um, you know, we did have the world series there for a little bit that ended, but with college football and the NFL and then college basketball and obviously the NBA and NHL already starting. I mean, we've really got most of the main sports going on right now and uh, yeah, Michigan basketball started off strong with a win over Purdue Fort Wayne on Monday, we love to see that. So Michigan one and zero now, um, and we'll certainly see how they do on Friday 
against Eastern Michigan. That game at LCA. That's going to be uh, a really fun game to uh, to witness there. But that's uh, uh, all side talk here on Future Brew. We're going to get into it because uh, we've got quite the update. Uh, and we'll start with football and we'll, we'll work our way towards basketball eventually. But uh, we got to get to the big development here. And, and we we've talked about Jaden Davis a lot on this show recently, and it's by no means intentional. There have just been a lot of really big developments surrounding this recruitment that uh, quite frankly, we just think we should share with you guys when they happen. There have been plenty uh, recently. So let's just get right to this. Brian Doan, who is a national recruiting expert for 24 seven sports. He put in a crystal ball prediction on Monday for Jaden Davis Uh, who, in case you don't know, is a five-star quarterback in the 2024 class. He put in a crystal ball prediction for him to land at Michigan, and that is Jaden Davis's second crystal ball pick now to come in for the Wolverines. That follows Steve Wiltfongs from a week or so ago, just shortly after his uh, trip to for the MSU game at the big house, and In the explanation for Brian Doan's pick, he said that Davis is likely going to make his commitment decision in December following his high school season. If that does happen, uh, that is definitely moved up from his previous uh, deadline. uh, If if you want to call it a deadline, you know, quote unquote, Uh, he originally wanted to make official visits in the spring before announcing his commitment, but it kind of sounds like the process is starting to get to him a little bit. Uh, The other schools in this recruitment right now are Tennessee, Clemson, and North Carolina. Those are the main three schools uh, really in the thick of things, along with Michigan at this point. Uh, But like Doan noted, um, Michigan has really brought him in several times this calendar year. Got him on an unofficial, obviously all these are unofficial visits. He's a junior in high school, but got him in uh, Ann Arbor in June, in July, in September, and October. So uh, if you're counting up all the visits, that's four visits for Michigan. I don't think he's even been anywhere else uh, more than twice. I think he's been to North Carolina a couple times, but I don't think he's been anywhere else. Definitely not Tennessee or Clemson more than once. So this is pretty significant news here, Seth. And uh, the one thing that really stood out to me, Brian Doan had a separate article on Jaden Davis after his game on Friday, last Friday, a game in which he threw for five touchdowns. That's not the first time he's done that this season. He's done that a couple times now. But Brian Doan reported that Jaden Davis was wearing cleats that had go blue stitched on the back of them and and the post game I guess he interviewed Jaden Davis after the game and one of the questions he asked Seth was really intriguing to me he he kind of asked about Michigan's offense how it's more focused around the running game and the offensive linemen and this is an exact quote from that article it says I think a lot of people put a flag on them for running the ball I mean we have Blake Corum if you have Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards in the backfield, I'd hand the ball off too. Um, that quote, the quote seems pretty significant for two reasons for me. He used the word we when describing like Michigan, like we have Blake Corum is what he said. 
uh, referencing, referring to Michigan. Uh, and the other thing is that he he's more than okay handing the ball off to great running backs when necessary. All of this combined, Seth, kind of seems like good news is going to be coming Michigan's way in the not-so-distant future. I think, you know, just the point you make about about Michigan's running game and his quote there, um, I think any any quarterback who is um you know has has football intelligence I, I think is is gonna want a good running game right behind them, especially when um you know you see some of these teams that that really get in an air raid uh style offense or or throw the ball you know too many times or, or not have much of a supporting cast or run game. Um it's really difficult. You look at a guy like um you know Spencer Rattler in Oklahoma, you know, a guy who's who was really really talented um, with his arm and ended up transferring obviously, but, but just put a lot of pressure on himself. And there was a lot of, uh, a lot of pressure for him to force the ball down the field and make big plays. And, and when you can have that uh, luxury of, you know, a guy like Donovan Edwards and, and Blake Corum in your backfield, that's, that's an asset and it takes pressure off the quarterback. And, um, you know, if, if you're all about winning, then that's a, that's a great asset to have. Um, obviously with his recruitment, recruitment right now uh it's kind of a weird time obviously being kind of locked into his high school season as well um it's it's always i think we forget about that element of it when you know we have the the um you know the playoffs and and his team is trying to get you know get through and make a playoff run and and all that so the i think some of the recruiting the recruiting doesn't doesn't take a back seat by any means but um you know he's got his team to focus on as well um, but yeah. it, it was pretty clear that, that Michigan rolled out the red carpet for him against, you know, during the state game. And, and he was able to, to really, um, you know, he's, he's gotten a firsthand look several times at the Wolverine several times, uh, for the Wolverines, but, but they really rolled out the red carpet and, and they really won him over. Um, not that they already hadn't, but, um, just, just really, you know, his family was impressed. He was impressed with Michigan has been all along this whole time. And uh, it, it really sounds like things are, are trying, trending in the right direction in this recruitment and um, and that Michigan's in, in a really good spot moving forward here. Yeah, in a very good spot. Two crystal ball selections, uh, you know, since that MSU visit uh, or for the MSU game just a couple of weeks back, I, I think Michigan sits in a very good spot. I know that Sam Webb, Bryce Marich, those guys – They've been monitoring this recruitment very closely. And Sam Webb said that he's he, he's got to confirm a couple more things on his end uh, before he would feel comfortable putting in a crystal ball pick. Um, but uh, by all accounts, I mean, he's got the blue, the go blue uh, on his cleats. He's he's saying we with Michigan. He's been to Michigan four times. Uh, his high school teammates, his wide receivers, uh, they are also top targets for the Michigan Wolverines in the 2024 class with Jordan Ship and Channing Goodwin. And if if he ends up committing to Michigan, wouldn't surprise me if those two guys followed suit uh, not long after that. So it really, a, a lot of good things are going to happen if uh, if Jaden Davis ends up committing uh, to the 2024 class. You'll see it in that class and also 23 more than likely. You'll want to see or you'll see kids that want to uh, team up with a, a star-studded quarterback like that. It's the most important position in all of sports, and it could be incredibly influential. Just go back to the 2021 class with J.J. McCarthy. He helped bring in a lot of highly talented kids in that class. 
Um, now, the one question I also wanted to ask you, Seth, was a couple weeks back when we were talking about this, we, we talked about how important it is for Michigan to seal the deal here and uh, get this kind of uh, under wraps sooner rather than later. And, uh, you know, I was very much of the opinion that if he didn't commit not long after the MSU game, that maybe you start looking at some other quarterbacks and offering uh, other quarterbacks like Isaac Wilson, who also visited very recently. He is a fringe top 100 player uh, in the class. He is uh, the number 10 overall quarterback in the class. This is Zach Wilson's brother we are talking about out from Utah. Uh, they've all already offered Michael Van Buren, who is a top 100 player um, it, overall in the class, number eight at the quarterback position. He's from St. Francis Academy, so Michigan obviously has the ties there, and uh, he would certainly be a welcome addition as well. He's a very highly talented QB. But now that I'm seeing these crystal balls rolling, I'm kind of taking a step back and saying maybe they should just continue with the Jane Davis recruitment and uh, if he truly is going to uh, lock in a commitment within the next month or so, uh, just wait it out and see what happens there. Uh, where are you at with this now, Seth? Would you would you extend an offer to Isaac Wilson? Would you uh, uh, keep the flame burning for some of these other quarterbacks like him, Michael Van Buren, some of these other quarterbacks that they've offered uh, this is always kind of a tough spot to be in. We saw what happened with Dante Moore in the 2023 class. Didn't pan out. They're more than likely not going to take a QB in this class now, unless you consider a Ronnie Bell's brother, a quarterback. I really don't. But uh, if I know it's a very tough uh, question and a tough spot to be in, but uh, what would you do right now, Seth, if you were uh, in the Michigan coaching staff shoes trying to sort out the quarterback spot in this 24 class. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I think they're definitely going to feel the situation out. Um, you know, it was an interesting discussion we had a couple of weeks back about about Davis and whether we believed, you know, 
kind of how essential it was to secure a commitment from him after that weekend. And we kind of went back and forth on, on that. Um, you know, if, if it would have been one of those things to where we came out of the weekend and, and there was some things to where, uh, it, it just didn't feel, we didn't feel very good about, about, you know, him committing or, or something went in a different, in a different direction, you know, as, as expected. And maybe he started to look at other programs or talk about pro other programs in a different way and backed off Michigan a little bit. Uh, you would start to have a little bit of concern, uh, as far as, as far as the Michigan coaching staff goes and, and maybe looking, uh, in other directions at quarterback, or at least to have kind of a safety net. Uh, not that that's not a good idea to have still, I think if it gets down the road and he gets to that, uh, commitment time or his projected date, you know, once we get to December and, and he hasn't made a decision yet or, or things are, are going in the other, other direction in terms of kind of the temperature changing in the recruitment, then I think you have to start to look at uh, guys like Wilson and, um, and, and really keep an eye on Van Buren. And obviously, you know, you brought up Julian Say, Say in a couple of weeks ago who, who ended up committing to, to Alabama. So there's a, there's a quarterback off the board there in the 24 class. although it's very early. Um, yeah, I, I think it's just one of those things they have to keep an eye on it. They have to kind of take the temperature of the situation and, you know, but as long as this keeps trending in the direction they, they think it's going, uh, I think they're, they're feeling good. The coaching staff, um, you know, that th- they're in a good spot with it. And, but it, but if it starts trending the other way, then I think they have, you know, they're going to have to start looking, as some safety net options, obviously Wilson would be, would be a good start um, in, in terms of making an offer there. Uh, you know, I, I don't think you, you, you make an offer to him tomorrow. I mean, you just have to to kind of feel this out and, and see where it goes. But as long as they continue to, to kind of stay in the spot where they're at with Davis, then uh, there might not be a reason to really uh, change course or, or change direction at all right now. And just, uh, and just stay the course. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I don't think there's any reason to, uh, you know, stray away or, or even think that Jaden Davis is going to end up elsewhere. I think more likely than not, unless something crazy happens, uh, they're probably going to land his commitment at some point in the next month. Once his high school season is done, it really sounds like he wants to kind of focus on that, which rightfully so. Uh, you want to definitely do your due diligence with that. You still got two more years of high school ball, uh, including this season. So I uh, can't, can't fault the kid for wanting to focus on his uh, current team and uh, get, navigating through the playoffs and, and everything that goes into that. So, um, you know, that's certainly going to be one of those things that we just continue to monitor and obviously just hope for good news sooner rather than later. But the two crystal balls that are in right now, and obviously the most recent one, I, I think is the most telling considering Brian Doan had that post-game interview sounded very, very good in Michigan's favor. So, um, you know, cross your fingers. If you're a Michigan fan, uh, just, just keep on keeping on and uh, hope for good news at some point in the near future, because uh, it sounded like good news will happen in the near future. So we will get to uh basketball here in just a sec, but want to give a quick moment uh, to talk about our, uh, podcast sponsor here that is manscaped they are the best at men's below the waist grooming products precision engineered tools to protect the family jewels and the latest in men's grooming with manscaped is the performance package 4.0 and it is just amazing if uh, you've had the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer by now 
uh, you know that uh, the glowing endorsement that I've given it is absolutely warranted. It's waterproof and it's got the skin safe technology. Uh, it has everything you could possibly need. It also, uh, this uh, performance package 4.0 also includes weed whacker, ear nose trimmer, a crop preserver ball deodorant. It, it, you get a free pair of boxers, a travel bag. You get a ton of stuff with this. Uh, so go over to amanscape.com, use that promo code MNB20. You'll get 20% off your order and free worldwide shipping. Again, that is MNB20 promo code for 20% off your order. Head over to manscaped.com and join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for all their grooming needs. Now, Seth, let's get to basketball, which uh, (laughs) I I know a few weeks ago I said that uh, Papa Conte was uh, probably going to be the only commitment for uh, Juwan Howard's 2023 class for the Michigan Wolverines. Well, you can kind of just throw that out the window because they ended up welcoming in a second commit a couple weeks ago. We weren't able to talk about it last week because uh, we really just wanted to focus on the uh, post Michigan state visit reaction. So uh, this is a a kind of a couple weeks old at this point or or about a week and a half old, but uh, uh, Michigan uh, Juwan Howard, they got a, a commitment in the form of four-star guard George Washington the third. He is listed at six-two, a buck sixty-five. He's from Dayton, Ohio, ranked number seventy-five overall on the composite. The number nine shooting guard and the number two player from the state of Ohio in this twenty-three class. Michigan fans should really like this kid for a few reasons. Let's talk about the one that has nothing really to do with basketball at all. <laughs> he was originally committed to Ohio State. Uh, he decommitted. He took a visit to Ann Arbor. He took a visit to Wake Forest. There was another school that he was considering. Uh, and then ultimately decided on the Wolverines back on November the 1st. Seth, um, you know, the initial signing period starts up Wednesday. So that's by the time that this podcast is published. Um, considering how late into the game that they really got him, uh, with it being a November 1st commitment, November, uh, the 9th being the, uh, initial signing period for this 23 class. Um, this was a great pickup by Michigan at the buzzer. Juwan prioritized this kid, offered him, got him to visit. And then Juwan even visited him down in Ohio, uh, before he made his commitment to Michigan. So the Wolverines put in the work. They were able to close on a solid prospect who is signing his letter of intent on the day this podcast goes out, Seth. uh, Yeah, that was an interesting conversation we had in in talking about, you know, the scholarship situation moving forward with Michigan and and whether Conte would be the only recruit in the class. But sure enough, you know, George Washington shows up and and Juwan gets the the job done and closes the deal with him. And and here we are uh, talking about him. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's a big pickup. It's a big get for Juwan and the staff. Uh, just watching this film, I really like his game in terms of, you know, he's a shooting guard and, and he does well um, coming off screens and being ready, you know, really to catch and shoot. And he has a really good looking, um, you know, three point jump shot. Um, but he he also handles the ball. You know, he can he can bring it up the floor and he kind of moves really methodically. Um, you know, he's not like a a super explosive guy, you know, in transition or get, getting up and down the floor, but he's, he's very crafty and he's shifty and he can, um, you know, kind of find those creases get, and get to, into the lane with, uh, with different floaters and uh, creating angles, you know, to get to the basket, uh, you know, not, 
not from sheer speed, but from just um, real craftiness and, and good ball handling and awareness. And, um, you know, it's shown some good passing ability too. So a versatile guard, you know, and I think Juwan likes that in his offense. He likes all five guys uh, to have a level of versatility uh, to, to be able to thrive in transition. I think Washington uh, fits the bill. Um, you know, we, we got a glimpse of Doug McDaniel on Monday night in Michigan's opener as well. And, and someone who can really push the ball up the floor and, and get to the basket made one remarkable play, you know, behind the back and, got to the rim and, and finished, uh, you know, on a reverse layup. So, um, you know, when you, when you think about Washington pairing with a guy like him, uh, just being able to, to think about the, the different things they can do on offense, uh, in the backcourt, uh, Washington is just, is just one of the, those guards that I think will fit really well into this system. Yeah, man. I really like what he brings to the team. And I, I think you honestly nailed it with your analysis there. I, I think he's, He's kind of like a more athletic Eli Brooks. Um, maybe that's a an unfair comparison because Eli Brooks is like a Michigan basketball legend, but it's like he's the same position. He's around the same height, 6'2". Um, <clears throat> you know, he, he's not like great at anything, but he's really good at a lot of things. And I think that's kind of just what his game is going to be. He's not going to be like an elite perimeter shooter. He's not going to be uh, an elite a uh, pull-up jumper. Uh, he's not going to be elite really at, m- at anything in particular, but what he does bring to the table, uh, it, it's going to be really good. Michigan fans are really going to like him. I don't think he's going to be uh, a day one kind of contributor. I think he's going to be a guy that comes off the bench at first. And honestly, I, I kind of uh, kind of call these kids just uh, program kids because they're going to stick around for uh, a little bit. They're going to get their it could get their college education and maybe uh, just maybe get drafted into the NBA. And I, I think that's kind of what they have with uh, both these guys in this class. Neither of them are five-star kids. Uh, none of them are particularly close to five-star status, but I, I would consider these guys program guys. And honestly, I kind of like how Juwan has these two types of players with uh, George Washington, the third and Papa Conte, in this 2023 class and with the way that things unfolded with uh, Caleb Houston and Musa Diabate last season, who, you know, came into uh, college as five-star prospects, uh, two of the top ranked recruits to ever come to Ann Arbor. Uh, they had pretty disappointing freshman seasons overall at Michigan. I don't think that's a stretch to say that. So I, I guess the one question I have for you, Seth, uh, on this topic because I really do like what George Washington III and Papa Conte bring to Michigan. Uh, are you in the camp of, like, you'd rather take these solid four-star guys and develop them for a couple years, could stick around, maybe go the distance for all four years, kind of like what Eli Brooks did? I know he had an interesting situation. He was around for five years, but nonetheless, he stuck around for a really long time. So would you rather go that route with the developmental part of things or would you still rather take the chance on a five-star guy like I guess a Musa Diabate or a Caleb Houston roll the dice and potentially only have them for one season and uh, have to figure out what to do <laughs> with the uh, scholarship the next year yeah I mean I think it it all depends on on the situation I, I think you have to have a little bit of both I mean you if there's a five star out there that you you think might be a one and done and and a guy that you really like um and, and someone who can help you win right away i mean i think you have to take that 
that opportunity and in, in, in certain situations. Um, but then there's, there's other situations to where you don't want your, your entire roster to be like that. Right. I mean, it's it for, for a second, you know, when Javon first came into the program uh, just with the way we're with, with the way he was recruiting, I, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, is this going to become a Kentucky type of situation or, you know, where we recruit, you know, three, four, five, you know, five-star freshmen who all might be, have a chance to go one and done and then, you know, have to retool and, um, you know, fill those scholarships the next year. Is that going to be that type of situation? Uh, but I, I think Jawan's been able to find a good balance of guys who, who are program gr- program guys and, and guys who might stick around for, for four years and, and really develop. And, uh, you know, so you can have that type of senior leadership, you know, and experience when they get to their fourth year. And then, you know, guys like, like Houston Diabate that, I mean, you could definitely make an argument, a clear argument, I think for both of them that they, they should have hung around at least another season, but I guess that's a conversation for another day. But, um, but yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, you know, a, a good balance of, of both of them, um, you know, realizing that, that, you know, when, when you have a, a chance to get a five-star and someone who could, who could help you win a title, um, whether they're there for one year or three or four uh, is valuable, but then recognizing, you know, that, that, Hey, we need, we need guys to stick around here. We need, we need players to develop and, and really create the culture and, and the core of the team uh, to be able to, to sustain uh, because it, it is hard to sustain a program without, without those guys. And, and it's very rare to be able to, to be consistent. So uh, I, I think he's doing a good job and I think the approach is, is good on the Michigan basketball recruiting front right now. Yeah. I, I think the balance is definitely much needed and, and by no means, uh, you know, has Jawan Howard not done that in the past? I mean, just even in last year's cycle, you take a look at not you had Musa Dibate as a five star, Caleb Houston uh, as a five star, but you had Kobe Bufkin as uh, a, a higher four star prospect. Frankie Collins was obviously a four star prospect, and then you go kind of a little bit deeper into it. Will Cheddar was not a uh, highly regarded prospect whatsoever. He was a a three star guy. Uh, and, and then obviously, uh, to round it all out, um, uh, gosh, I'm blanking on, uh, <laughs> blanking on his name now. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> the, the wing that they got out of Chicago, uh, that, uh, really hasn't played. I think he was a red shirt as well because Will Cheddar, uh, definitely had a uh, red shirted last season, but Isaiah Barnes from, uh, Chicago, the, uh, the wing, he had a red shirt season, I believe, and, and had, didn't really play a whole lot. But these are guys that are going to be around for a while. Those two guys, Kobe Bufkin, doesn't really seem like he has uh, much NBA uh, draft status or anything like that. Um, you know, heading into this season, and and you know, we'll see what happens. But would be kind of crazy if uh, if he did coming out of the season. But definitely a mix is much needed when it comes to recruiting uh, in basketball, especially. It's it's just always. Um, it, it, Always good to have the highly talented kids, obviously. Uh, but, uh, you know, one and dones or program guys, you kind of need a little bit of both, a good mix. And and Howard's been uh, kind of been able to do that, not only just with the high school route of recruiting, but also with the transfer portal too. Jalen Llewellyn being the point guard transfer that they brought in. Uh, Joey Baker uh, being the shooting guard slash small forward transfer that they brought in. So they're able to kind of plug in a little bit here and a little bit there, whether it be at the high school ranks recruiting 
or in the transfer portal with basketball. It's always, it's really evolving at this point, as far as recruiting goes, as far as, you know, should you go the transfer portal route? Should you go the high school route? But I, I think Michigan's done a really good job the last few years in being able to balance it all out, have some program guys, have some one and dones, and certainly would expect uh, a few guys to go off to the NBA this season as well. If if Jet Howard continues to shoot the lights out of uh, basketball arenas, he very well could be a one and done. He was not a five star. So, um, you know, it, it all depends. It, it's a really interesting spot to be in uh, in this day and age of recruiting. But it's uh, it's also kind of interesting to to learn and kind of just look and see how each program does it differently. But I, I do like the approach that Juwan's had. And I do like both of these kids in this 23 class. So, Seth, any uh, departing words before uh, we uh, take off here? Yeah, no, I, I disagree with, you know, with what you said about about the approach. And uh, it just, you know, when, when Juwan first came in and he's putting together, you know, the top recruiting class in the Big Ten, you know, right off the bat, I, you know, at that point, I it just kind of made me wonder is, okay, is this going to turn into something to where, uh, they they go after the all these five stars and and and, and it's a bunch of one and dones or you know how 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 is he going to go about it and and I think he's shown a lot of um you know just just a lot of for for a guy that that hadn't coached college basketball before um and and been in that recruiting world uh, in terms of you know doing it himself it's been a really I think measured and an impressive approach uh, and, and something that that he's really. Um, worried about sustaining and building a program. Uh, of course, you you know you have talks about him in the NBA and and what opportunities could come you know down the road for him. I'm sure there'll be there'll be plenty of those. Um, but just I, I think the way he's he's doing this and building it really shows. I mean, especially with his kids there, obviously, but um, really shows that that he's invested in in building a culture and committing to to the long term at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And if you're a Michigan fan, you love to see that because I, with the way that he recruits and and the way he, I mean, he's a great coach. He's a very likable guy. Uh, I really hope Jawan Howard's around a long time. He's an absolute pleasure to cover and see on uh, see see coaching the team. I mean, he's he's uh, a Michigan legend, part of the Fab Five, obviously, and people love him. And uh, I'm certainly one of them. I'm a big fan of his. So. Hopefully he sticks around for a long, long time. Well, I think that's uh, all the time we got for today. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. You can follow Seth at Barry underscore Seth 14. Follow Maze Brew on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Leave five-star reviews for all of our podcasts here on the Maze Brew Podcast Network. We would certainly appreciate that. And uh, go check out the YouTube channel as well. Going to be posting some more stuff over there, too. For Seth Barry, I'm Vaughn Lozon. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week with more Michigan football recruiting. Thanks a lot for listening.